Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is prepare for the harvest. I'm going to go back through several of the Coverstone dreams, not the whole dream, just like a paragraph, sometimes even a sentence or two. And I'm going to tell you in advance, these are highly edited because I'm just going right to the very point I'm trying to make. And the point is, he's saying that a great harvest is coming. Now, if we want to bite our fingernails, if we want to crawl under the covers and get all scared and get in the flesh, we can do that. Or we can allow this to get us prepared so that we can be a soul winner, so he can use us in these last days, because that is the whole point of life, is to get to heaven with a lot of souls, right? Okay, so prepare for the harvest. First of all, we're going to go to June 22 of 2020. Again, all of this is Coverstone. He says, I dreamed we're having a guard sale to find a missions team. Went to the bank to change some money. They said, no change available. I said, well, I got to get change in quarters for our yard sale. The teller said, I'm sorry, but the U.S. Mint is no longer making currency or making change. What do you mean? They stopped minting them. Well, how am I going to change $1.50 for anything? Then, now listen carefully, prepare for hyperinflation and just charge $2. Well, have we seen coins disappearing? Yeah, there's a lot of places not even taking coins. Then he, the, the lady in the dream went on to say, oh, by the way, $1 and $5 bills will follow, will follow soon after that. Well, why? Because we're doing away with the old SWIFT system, and we're being brought into the new QFS system, the quantum financial system, according to finalwakeupcall.info. And this, in my opinion, is going to be the new financial system for the world. Remember, Henry Kissinger, part of what he said was, he who controls money controls the world. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand of the forehead. And then no man might buy or sell unless they have that mark. Let's go on. So they say, brace yourself, brace yourself, and brace yourself. Now, let's jump just a little while down the road. June 22. I saw businesses shuttered and closed. Have we seen that? Yeah, but when he had this dream, hadn't happened. I saw school clothes, school rooms, cobwebs hanging them. I saw bank buildings with the roofs being taken off, money flying through the roof like a vacuum cleaner. The wealth had been taken away. How many different prophetic words we had saying that the wealth is going to be taken away? Well, several. Well, it's in the process. I was shown the White House and the Oval Office, and curtains were pulled back, and listen to this, no one was seated at the Resolute Desk. When he had this dream... Yeah, there was people in there. Everything was humming. But now, according to several sources, not only is there no one in the White House, so they say, I haven't been there, but <laughs> they're basically saying the whole city of Washington, D.C. is basically boarded up. Again, I hadn't been there, but that's what several people have said. Then let's jump to August 10. Again, I'm moving quickly. This one's called People Like Firecrackers. I saw a $100 bill the size of a flag hanging on a flagpole, burning on one corner. It was being lowered like a flag is lowered by, at the end of the day. People had their hands over their hearts, were crying because their god of money was being lowered. The dollar had lost its value, and it burned until only about a third of it was left. How many prophecies do we have on that? Now, again, we, we can let this upset us. Or we can understand that this is God's perfect plan. He's the righteous judge. He knows exactly what it's going to take 
to win the souls of those people whose name is in the book of life he wants to win. He knows what it's going to take to wake people up. This is all part of it. And if we can just get our heads wrapped around that this is coming, then perhaps we won't be one running around saying, sky is falling, my world is falling apart. Instead, we're going to be one of those encouragers. We're going to be one of those people that are saying, now will you listen? Let me explain to you what's happening. We knew this was coming. You knew this was coming? Yeah, we've been knowing this was coming for years. How would you know? that? Well, again, let me explain. You see, it's, look, this is, this is worms, okay? Uh, Dale Carnegie said when he went fishing, he didn't put a strawberry on the hook. He put a worm on the hook because the worms what caught the fish. This, these are worms. These are salmon eggs. <laughs> this is bait. This is soul bait for people. Sad to say it has to happen this way, but it has to happen this way. Many people were celebrating while others were devastated, totally torn by the death of the dollar. The value of the American dollar was dying. We know that as of August 24th, it started when the Russians now are taking care of Saudi Arabia. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I heard someone playing taps in the background. Remember I said that the music has stopped? Well, taps is playing for the dollar right now. The music has stopped. A lot of people don't know they need to be looking for a chair. Then I saw small churches, small groups of people. You know who he's talking about? He's talking about us, my brothers and sisters. This is us doing our thing, what we've been prepared to do. Groups of people kneeling and praying, wrestling in prayer with the spirit of the age, kneeling and praying, protected by bubbles of safety. How many times have we been told that Jesus is going to be with us? I'll never leave you, never, never forsake you. I'm going to be with you through the fire. I'm going to give you bread, okay? Angels were around them, guarding them. These were faithful core of the church that had not been compromised in their values and their faith. If we have spots on the clothes of our soul, <laughs> we're in trouble. They were being encouraged to stay strong, to stay strong, to keep preaching, praying, and believing. Then I saw this big billboard saying, Passover 2021, big things are coming for the world, big things are coming for the world. Now, I wanted to put this in there because we were sure expecting something real big to happen in Passover 2021. Now, if it happened, it had to happen spiritually because I didn't see it happen in the natural world. But, again, it may still be coming. Uh, we, we prayed a lot of this bad stuff will be softened or delayed. And well, so when it is softened or delayed and some of it is maybe even prayed away, we're not complaining. It's going to come soon enough. Do not stop bracing for the storm will not pass until I stop the storm. Well, that kind of hints that the storm will stop. That'd be nice. So brace, brace, brace yourselves and don't look back. Now let's jump to August 24, 2020. This specifically is talking about the suitcase nukes. No, this is not the one I read the other day, a couple of them. I saw a calendar, it was turned to the month of November, and shadows flickering all over it. Now, again, this is November 2020. We were guessing. But what we can't jump out of is what if it's talking about November 2021. I saw the, a light in the sky, a very large bright light, then darkness. What would that be? That is a nuclear explosion. I want to believe, and I do believe, that it's a suitcase nuke, not one of the big ones that are 250 times more powerful than what hit Nagasaki or Hiroshima. Okay. 
Then there was darkness. I'll say it again. A, a, a very bright light, then darkness. I began to make out through the dawn's haze and the fog that many Americans were in emergency shelters. Many Americans were in emergency shelters. You know where the soul winning is going to take place, my brothers and sisters? It is not going to take place in the churches. First, it's going to start in the emergency shelters. And then hopefully we're going to get them to the sports stadiums. There seemed to be snow on the ground, but it was dirty and gray and almost like ash. Almost like ash? <laughs> See, he didn't know about the suitcase nukes. When he had this, he didn't know. So he was seeing the, the results of it, not understanding what was going on. So, yeah, we know what dirty and gray, almost like ash is. It's called <clears throat> fallout. There were people huddled together, shivering individuals, lying on cots, suitcases, all over the place. Desperate looks on the faces of most everyone. Sad to say, but Jesus knows this is what it'll take to get their attention, to get those people whose names are in the book of life, to stop thinking about the world, stop thinking about just paying their bills and working and making money and getting rich. They need to find Jesus. There were encouragers in the crowds. That's us. All wearing crosses that stood out emotionally from everyone else. Why? Because we knew this was coming. We're ready mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We are ready to go, my brothers and sisters. They had smiles on their faces. Now, it's not that we're happy to see the trouble come, but we are happy to see people receiving Jesus. They were checking people and trying to show patience and kindness, but they were at times met with anger, and we understand that's going to happen sometime. But the encouragers just kept doing what they were doing despite the manifest upset of several in the shelters. Some businesses were shuttered in the big cities. I saw gas stations. They looked like they'd just been walking away from Why did they walk away from the gas stations? A, there's no electricity to pump it out of the ground. B, most of the cars that didn't have EMP shield devices on them, it fried the computer chips. None of them will start anyway. And most of them, the doors won't even open because that's the electronic world we live in. Now let's jump to the very specific one. I covered this, I think it was day, yesterday or the day before, so I'm not going to cover much of it. But there's a point in here I need to get to. September 4, 2020, he's seeing now January, December to January. He thought it was 2020, but again, we have to ask ourselves, is this now softened and delayed to 2021? Well, anyway, so I'm going to just skip down here. He said, I saw long food lines. Hmm. Food lines. Why would there be food lines? Well, electricity shuts off. Uh, the whole world shuts down. I saw people waiting for what seemed like hours standing in line, not in cars. Why aren't they in cars? Because the uh, computer chips in the cars are fried and the cars won't start. They won't ever start again. I saw this throughout the nation. I saw ships and ports. We talked about this yesterday. Both the east and west coast, they're just sitting idle. They're already starting to sit idle, 62 of them right now. Big container, big cargo ships, okay? There was nothing moving at sea, nothing. I saw a headline that said, Baltic Dry Index is dead. And right now I'm saying, apparently it's in the process of dying. Meaning, this may be about to take place right now, which is why I'm covering it. They said nothing was moving in trade around the world. But there were Christians. There were Christians who stood out because they had faith. They had hope in Christ. They weren't looking for the rapture. They weren't ready to crawl in a hole and curl up in a fetal position because they were scared to death because the rapture didn't come get them. They weren't believing in the rapture. They were ready to go. <laughs> 
I love my rapture-believing brothers and sisters, but you have a big wake-up call coming. They looked like the burning charcoal, carrying torches wherever they went. A lot of people rejected their approach, but they just kept their faith. They did not back down telling people about Jesus. They kept telling people they desperately need Jesus right now. They need him right now. You need Jesus right now. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Don't wait. Don't wait. You don't have till tomorrow. And there may be cases where we come upon people and we can look at them. We might not want to say it, but, you know, Bob, you ain't going to make it through the night. You better receive Jesus right now. I don't know how we're going to word that, but we're probably going to see that. A lot of their message was rejected, but there were some that were coming and surrendering and praying and getting saved. I saw what looked about like shopping malls that had been converted into shelters, living quarters. Like after Hurricane uh, Katrina, people sheltered in football stadiums. The businesses in these shopping malls were shuttered. I saw people in cots. I saw food outreaches. I saw people who were misplaced. This was not like a homeless shelter. Something really bad had hit the nation. I continued to see shuttered properties, people in homes, wearing coats, closed curtains, consistent vision all through this, people inside their homes looking what out what's going on. When I saw people looking out their curtains, I, I see more of this dark gray snow like This is the second time, second dream. He saw this dark gray snow like stuff on the road. It's called fallout, okay? Fallout. It wasn't pure white snow like after a fresh snowfall. Fallout. But the real question is, can we stop this? Is America clean enough to stop this? Well, we got to keep praying it'll be softened and delayed. But if we want the harvest, unfortunately, to wake people up and to get them to turn to Jesus, it's going to take something like this. And of course, Jesus is the righteous judge. He knows exactly what it's going to take. So let's go on. Now let's go to one called Lumberjack, September 14, 2020. I saw the calendar with a picture of a tree in a corner of the calendar and started the same as the seed grew and died over 12 months. Each stage of the tree from birth to rotting to nothing was covered. It was like a flip book where the picture is animated and moves as you flip the page. Then the man dressed like the lumberjack with a large bucket hammered a syrup tap into the tree. At first, a watery pulp appeared, then light-colored syrup, like Cairo. Then it began to turn darker into what appeared to be blood. The bucket began to move as if fire was underneath it, and the blood was bubbling and smoking, then poured out like a waterfall. Since it was so high up the tree, it poured out and began to spell out the words, Guilty as charged. Now, what is the blood? I think it's talking about the innocent blood. You see, the Moloch and Baal worshippers, again, that's what they do. That's how they worship their God, is by killing people. So when we do things like abortion, and not to mention all the murder and all the other things, I mean, there's a lot of blood that's been spilled in our nation. And what it's saying is our nation is guilty as charged of being innocent blood, shedding blood that should not be shed. And so it's saying we deserve this. That's the point of the whole dream here. Now let's go to October 20, 2020. Discovery. A house divided against itself shall not stand. As I watch the news, as I get all these emails from you guys, by the way, thank you very much for sending emails. Um, I'm very concerned. I've remarked to Leslie several times. I don't see how America can go much longer. 
because we are a house divided against itself. I mean, the the blacks are against the whites. The city folks are against the the people in the country. There's so much hatred, so much hatred in our nation against each other. Anyway, let's go on. So I saw the man that I had seen in the previous dream standing in the place where the president gives the State of the Union address. He tapped the microphone three times and stated in a loud voice, a house divided against itself shall not stand, with the emphasis on the word shall not stand, as in to say, I'm going to see to it that she falls. And all of this is because we got off the path, we got away from Jesus. He then pushed the microphone down and walked to the door to the rear of the room. Several light switches flipped them off and closed the door, meaning uh, it's done for this nation. Well, Dimitri was told that the judgment is set. In other words, the decision that this nation is going to be judged and destroyed has been made as of actually back in 1980. Well, if you want to go back, uh, <laughs> Revelation 18 was given back uh, 96 AD to John the Revelator. Okay, let's go on. Now let's jump to September 14. George Washington, now it's up to you, church. A few people pointed and rebuked them in the name of Jesus, told the demons that were, they need to be silent, and the crowd was quieted and parted, letting the people pass through, but did not so much as someone trying to get out of the ropes as they obviously did, like the binding that they were subject to. Then a man of the group of believers turned to me and identified himself as the Christ type man. And he said, I will brace you against the demons. I think we need to hear that. Okay. I will brace you against the demons. Just believe and do not fear them. That's a key. That's the reason I wanted to bring this up. Yes, these troubles are coming, but we have to understand Greater is he that is within me, within us, than he that is within the world. We are the ones that rule the world because Christ gave us the victory. It's according to what we say, what we praise, what comes out of our mouth, because he gave us power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I saw the shimmering of the great lakes, and the water appeared to go out of the bowl to spread onto the shores several hundred feet inland then crashed back into the lakes. <clears throat> it appeared as if there had been an earthquake under the central point of the area of the Great Lakes, but at significant depth. We've heard all kinds of dreams about earthquakes, New Madrid Fault. I keep saying that wrong. New Madrid. I think it's New Madrid Fault, right? Anyway, I keep doing it wrong. But all of it, we got to remember, all of this is to get the attention. God wanted to destroy our nation. He could go ahead and destroy it. All of this is for the great harvest. That's the point of the broadcast today. A great harvest is coming. I also saw the Rocky Mountains trembling in the coast of California shaken. It seemed a very great earthquake just hit Southern California between Oakland and Los Angeles. I saw all five boroughs in New York with significant fires that were started in Manhattan. I saw the Christ-type man walking to the National Mall, and he spread his arms wide and said, now it's up to you, church. Why would he say now it's up to you, church? Because, well, because it is. It's up to us and our prayers, my brothers and sisters. We've got to keep praying. Only the ones that will believe this, only the ones that are, are familiar with Bible prophecy, are those are the only ones going to be praying. Don't think that there's millions of people praying like should be. It's probably a few thousand. Let's go on. 
Now let's go to January 9, 2021. <clears throat> we passed the street sign, which said Wall Street. The man began to shake it back and forth. I saw office furniture and people, files, folders, several kinds of currency, coins, precious metals, all things of value floating down. As they hit the ground, this violent wind swept them away. Another one saying that the finances can be taken away from America. Sad to say, it's part of what has to happen. He took me to the bottom of the steps of the Capitol building. The Capitol was twisted as the Wall Street building, and the Capitol was not lined up straight. The man raised his right foot, brought his foot down hard. Soon people were falling out of the windows and the doors. The man said, follow me. Now, the point is here, he's going to cap. He's going to shake the Capitol. He's going to shake Wall Street. But the biggest shaking is going to come to the church. Here's what he says. The man walked up to the church, and placed both hands on the church, lifted into the air and said, I warned them. Then shook the church more aggressively and violently than the Capitol or Wall Street. The lights on the cross went out, the windows were broken open, and the outer walls began to tear apart. He slammed the church down hard on the ground, the front doors broke open, and fell off the hinges. What's he saying? He's saying, yes, there's about to be a great harvest of unbelievers come into the church. But he's also saying a lot of the people, I mean, what did the angels say to Dimitri? In the church, there's divorces, abortion, sodomy, fornication, and all kinds of sin. Jesus doesn't live in sin. I brought you here so you could cry out loud. He's about to shake the church because the church has all kinds of sin in it. Matter of fact, just last night, my prayer closet, I was saying, Lord, I know this is probably not the biggest thing in your eyes, that's wrong with the church. But I have to say it's the biggest thing that I battle with as someone trying to teach Bible prophecy, someone trying to warn the church. The biggest thing I battle, the biggest thing I battle is the pre-trib rapture lie. Sad to say, if this is the first time you heard that, got a whole book out there called How Pre-Trib One Explains It All to You. But because of the pre-trib lie, that the pastors continue to promulgate, continue to preach and teach. People think, well, I don't have to learn Bible prophecy because I'm going to get out of here before then. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I'm going to be sucked in the air before I go through any of that trouble. So consequently, the church is asleep. Let's go on. The people stumbled out of the church as if they were dizzy. Some ran away fast as they could, throwing their Bibles to the ground, not even looking back. I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of people, when that rapture doesn't happen, they're going to walk away. They are going to throw their Bibles and throw Jesus away. Throw their Bibles to the ground, not even looking back. They were leaving as fast as they could. Pastors running out with them, covering their heads and faces, jackets hiding their heads. I recognize some of the people who walked out and denied Christ. They were denying ever knowing Jesus, saying, I never knew him. I don't know him. That's not my church. They were actually embarrassed for being part of the church. They had been shaken. They were walking away. I saw inside the church damaged pews, half-broken wood split, many ways, lights hanging from damaged ceiling tiles, chandelier hanging. In other words, people went into the churches and tore them apart. It's coming. It's coming. The oak pulpit's still intact, but the platform... Messed up. Entire church shaken from the foundation. It's coming. 
Near the pulpit at the front were hundreds of people tied together with ropes and chains, connected to each other and the altars. These people were clutching their Bibles to their chests so tightly the Bibles had handprints in them from their strong grip on the Bibles. The shaking couldn't rip them out of their hands. And that's where we got to be, my brothers and sisters. We got to be on the rock. We got to have our roots put down deep in the rock so when the winds blow, when the rains come, our house doesn't fall. We don't deny Jesus. We may lose our head, but we're not going to lose our Jesus. That's the way it's got to be. They looked very weary, shaken, and some damaged, but they all had joyful faces, smiles on their faces because the shaking was over. Some of the group realized that some had passed away. In other words, count on it. You're going to see some dead Christians. Going to happen. Get ready for it. Some had passed away from flying debris and the shaking. The ones who remained alive were shedding tears for those that they lost. They began to clean up the area and kick away the debris, flying to make, trying to make sense of what had happened. The man walked in and looked around, assessing all he saw, and he said, You took the warning, and you were good to do so. Your obedience has been noted, and there will be fruit both here and in heaven. Though shaken and broken, you will arise, my bride, and work until I come. Now, <clears throat> you took the warning. And I think that's talking about everybody that takes the warning, not just Coverstone. That's talking to me and you, because we received this stuff. You took the warning. You were good to do so. I know a lot of people think you're weirdo, wacko, crazy. You got a hole in your head. What do you believe in that stuff for? Ah, there's nothing. My God would never do that. <laughs> you took the warning. You were good to do so. Your obedience has been noted, and there will be fruit. In other words, he's going to give us fruit, my brothers and sisters, but we got to be ready. We got to have our feet solid down in that rock. Jesus. We can't be shaken. He's going to use us. He is preparing us right now. Now let's jump to January 20, 2021. In the dream, I saw a nursery of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of babies. There were 15 to 20 nurses caring for them. One nurse would hold a baby and stop it from crying, had to put it down and run to another. The Lord was saying, here it is, here it is. There are many about to be saved. A lot of fruit is coming into the kingdom. A great harvest is about to arrive. The harvest is plentiful, true, but the workers are few. I was, excuse me, I was seeing thousands of frightened people. So many of the workers could not handle the newborn baby Christians new into the kingdom. Hallelujah. That's what we want. They were changing diapers, feeding them, rocking them, trying to quiet and comfort these infants. It's going to be you folks that are explaining to these people not just about Jesus, but at this point, they've got to learn about Bible prophecy, and they don't have long to do it. You're going to need to know how to explain the Bible, and especially Bible prophecy. They were changing diapers, feeding them, rocking them, trying to quiet and comfort these infants. Thousands of day-old babes, new converts to the faith. The Lord was saying there's about to be an incredible harvest, an incredible amount of fruit to be brought into the kingdom. There's not going to be enough people to disciple and help and encourage and teach and lead them. We must be prepared. We must get prepared. That's why I'm suggesting this package. Now, I thought I would do this today. I'm going to go through and give you a real quick overview of each one of these books. But let's start to the right, because that was the first book. You heard me say it, 2017, a memorized book of Revelation. I got 30 Revelations, two visions, and an audible voice, which I put into this book. 
I was shown a secret door that links the feasts to the prophecies so that finally you can understand Revelation and all of the prophecies in that book. Second one from the right, God's warnings to America. I have all of these different dreams and visions that I've collected over the years. That's including like Demetri Dudeman and Leslie Johnson, all of them. Put it all into that book because outside of the Bible and probably Secret Door, that's going to be one of your most important books to have by your side to know what the prophets of late are saying. One in the middle is called Miss the Mark. It's a quick book. Take you about three hours to read it. This is the book that you read. It's, it has, for example, the mark of the beast in it, the number of the beast. This is the book that you hand away to people, especially the new converts, because they're about to get hit with the mark of the beast and the beast and all of that sort of stuff. This will bring them up to speed in three hours. They read If they start reading the book, if they just read five or ten pages, they'll read the whole book. If they read whole book, they will never take the mark of the beast. They might die, but they will never take the mark of the beast. Then the one to the left, Tribulation Secrets in Daniel. Didn't cover everything in Daniel. Don't have to cover everything in Daniel. But the parts of Daniel that the Tribulation Saints need to know and understand is in that book. Then, one of the most popular books we have is How Pre-Trib One. All you folks that think you're going to get a sucked in the air, that's your book. All you folks that need to explain to people that they're not getting sucked into the air, that's your book. If you need to understand about the rapture, that's it. I explained to you how the church got snookered into believing about this big misunderstanding called the rapture. And then I go through and give you the secret door, give you the four things you got to know to understand the rapture verses. I explain the rapture verses. Then I pull out like about 25 this is why you know that there's a pre-trib rapture. And I go through and I would say debunk it, but I don't. It's, it's, I explain what they're saying in light of the secret door. So there you go. Now, what this particular package is doing, we don't offer these. Well, I mean, yeah, you can get them single books. Each one of them are 20 bucks each. We don't recommend that. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of here over on the left. This is shrink wrap sets of 10. Daniel shrink wrap sets of 10. Miss the mark, shrink wrap sets of 10, hard to say. Uh, God's warning, five in a set. Secret door, five in a set. All total, 40 bucks, like some $800 worth for a gift of $100. Why? Because we want you to give them away. This is all about soul winning. It's not just informing us. We're trying to win souls. So we put it together in shrink wrap packages, which you can get at prophecyclub.com. I'm going to ask you to click like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe.